Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Philippians chapter 3, we're going to read starting with verse 13. As you're turning there, this is the not just the last service of 2019. This is the last service of the decade. I want that to sink in a bit because I need you to understand the epic moment that we're in right now. You're not just changing into a new year. You are changing into a new decade. You're entering into a whole new epic season, a new, a new start. And what I love about God, and you read in Genesis chapter 1, it says, in the, in the beginning. The first thing God created, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. First thing God created wasn't the heavens and the earth. First thing God created was beginnings. The first thing God created for mankind was beginnings. Every 24 hours, a new day. Every 60 seconds, a new minute. Every 60 minutes, a new hour. Every seven days, a new week. Every 30 days, a new month. Every, every 365 days, a new year. And right now, we're operating a new decade. No matter how many times you've blown it, God has hardwired into creation this thing called beginnings to give you a new opportunity to start all over. If I blew it the last minute, I got a new beginning. I can start in the next minute. And I want to encourage you. No matter how bad 2019 may have been or how good 2019 may have been, we are getting ready for a new season. And I want you to read with me in verse 13. No, dear, this is the Apostle Paul writing. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. Someone say one thing. Forgetting. Everyone shout forgetting. Forgetting. The past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to, everyone say reach. Reach. The end of the race and receive the heavenly prize which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Bow your heads as we pray. Father, help. Last help of 2019. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated this morning. You know, before, we, before we go on to 2020, I want to pause to kind of look back for a moment. Because I think the only time that we should look back is when we kind of look back to see how far we've come. And as, as a church, as an organization, as a ministry, as people, I want us to kind of pause as CWC to look at where we've come from. Next year is going to be 20 years that CWC has been in existence. It's going to be our 20th birthday. Well, we're, not, we're not adults yet. We haven't reached 21, so we can't drink yet. And as far as uh, we're not legal yet, but we'll be 20 years old next year. Easter Sunday, we will celebrate 20 years as a, as a ministry, as a church here in the Bay Area. 2019 was a great year, but although our attendance fluctuated at times, we had one of our largest attendants on Easter Sunday. We had over 750 people here in two services on Easter Sunday last year. Give yourselves a round of applause. That was, that was a great thing. Last year, we gave, gave away over 9,100 bags of groceries on Wednesday mornings to senior citizens. 
that come out in partnership with, with uh, Second Harvest Ministry. They come out to our uh, Milpitas campus, and in the mornings we hand out groceries to these families uh, in need. Over 9,100 bags. We distributed over two tons of food separately in partnership with Safeway with uh, breads and uh, pastries and things like that that they give to us to distribute with the partnership of Brother John, uh, Chaplain John, I appreciate you so much with the work that you do to pick up that food and to make sure it gets to people that are in need. We In that distribution, we've seen over 200 more decisions for Christ in 2019. Over 75 people were baptized last year. Come on, you, you can give God praise for that. We saw over 22 people graduate for Activate the last year. We distributed over 400 Christmas gifts last week. Well, we gave to people that were in need. And what's so cool about that is you didn't even see that. You, weren't, you didn't even see us do that because we don't do these things in front of people. It's important for us to make sure our left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing when we're generous. Uh, we give things away. We're blessing people. And I'm, I'm so proud that you helped us do that. We support over 30 missionaries over, throughout the world that we've done. for, uh, And we're going to increase that. Our goal this next year is to get to, to 40 missionaries that we're, uh, we're helping out. We served over 1,500 meals to homeless people last year. Over 900, over 900 OCC boxes that were given out. Operation Christmas Child boxes. I appreciate uh, a big shout out to... Uh, Lion Star, who was really impacting and helping us do that, as well as uh, to um, Team Diamond that helped out in, in, in making sure that that took place. And on top of that, Sister Jessica, stand up. I want everyone just, I, I know you don't want, you don't like the attention. That's why I love giving you the attention. This lady here has such a heart for Operation Christmas Child and giving out these boxes. Over 900 boxes went out to kids throughout the world, and she helped make that happen. How many boxes did we collect at our center? At our center. Five thousand boxes that came into the church. Now, what's even more amazing is this: that that kind of bled over. You know, one of our worship team members, Joseph, who's not here right now because he's serving in Africa right now for his his. Uh, air, he's in the Air Force and he went out there. He's doing six months uh, uh, deployment out in Africa. While he was there, he visited an orphanage. And they had this brainchild between him and Jessica, let's make some more OCC boxes, let's send them out to the orphanage in Africa, and let's bless these kids in Africa. And so they did that. I want you to take a look at some of these pictures. Uh, th these, are, these are kids that you're touching. No, 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 stop, stop for a second, because that's one of the weakest claps I've ever heard in my life. This, th these people were blessed because of you. These kids were touched because of you. Look at this. They, these are, they, they, there was an infant, there's an infant orphanage and a adult, not, not an adult, but you know, uh, more of an older kid uh, orphanage as well. They just delivered all these mattresses to the kids because their bunk beds just had wood on them. They didn't have mattresses. And yet they, they just delivered those mattresses to the kids. Check this out. 
That's Joseph with one of the babies. I'm sorry, our projector's not really good. That's Joseph on the, on the uh, left with some other of the kids at the, at the other orphanage as well. I think we got one more picture up there as well. Joseph with another baby. And that's one of the kids opening up one of the boxes. That, that, that was one of the 200 boxes that were sent out to him. Come on, give yourselves a round of applause. That's just so awesome. And yet, as great of a feeling as it is to be able to do those kind of things, I see us in 2020 doing even more reaching so much more individuals, doing things beyond our limitations, going beyond stretching ourselves to the point that we're blessed to be a blessing. You're, you're not blessed to increase your, your lifestyle. You're blessed, it, you're, you're, you're blessed not to, to increase your, your level of living. You're blessed to increase your level of giving. And that's what we've been blessed to do. Every one of us. So last year was great, but I'm believing 2020 to be even greater, amen? That we are going to be a church that not only loves God, loves people, but that we're going to change, we're going to impact the world. Somebody say amen. Now, as we look on to 2020, I want you to see this. Look, Go back to, to Philippians 3.13. Notice what Paul says. He says, I haven't achieved it. I haven't accomplished it all. But there's one thing I do. If there's one thing I'm good at, if there's one thing that, that I've nailed down, if there's one thing that I can hang my hat on, if there's one thing that I can say that I've, got, that I've accomplished or I know how to do, he says, there's one thing. I know how to forget. I know how to put my past behind me. I know how to let go of yesterday. And I need you to understand, this is so important for Paul. Paul wrote over 13 books of the New Testament. Next to Jesus, the most important character in making sure that the gospel of Christ reached the known world at that time. The Apostle Paul was one individual that was responsible for the proselytization and the spreading of the gospel to that time. It hit most of the known world. He was so important to that time, yet he was a murderer. Say it again, Pastor. This guy that wrote 13 books of the New Testament was a murderer. He tried to wipe out the church. He was destroying people's lives. There are people that cried because he had taken away their father, their mother, and their family members. There were people that were orphaned because of him. People that were, their lives were changed because of what he did. And now when God changed his life, how is he going to go forward while still feeling guilty about the things that he did before he came to know Christ? I need you to understand, we are really good at forgiving others. I can forgive you, but I have a hard time forgiving myself. Because I hold myself to a higher standard, and when I blow it, I have a hard time letting go of my failures and moving on. And if you're going to accomplish anything in 2020 or in this next decade, you got to let go, not just of your victories, but you got to let go of your failures. Come on, somebody say amen. I want you to notice two things he says. I'm not going to be very long this morning, but I want you to say, everyone say forgetting. forgetting. The, the, the Greek word forgetting means that he had the ability to Anything that was taking place in the past, he had the ability to let go of it. 
It doesn't mean that, that there, there's no remembrance of it anymore, but he recognized, I can't allow what happened yesterday to influence my today. And many of us are walking around with the backpack of life that every experience we have, we take a little piece of it and we put it in the backpacks. And before you know it, we're walking around with all this weight of things, of regret, of decisions, of failures, of, of arguments, of, of divorce, of, of things that have gone on. And before you know it, you're not just going through life. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews that we have to learn to let go of every weight that is holding us back from running this race. And many of you... You're not just running. You're running with a backpack. You're running with a, a trunk filled with regret. And if you are going to get anywhere in 2020, you have to learn to let go. Let go not just of your failures. Let go of your victories as well because there's new victories we have to accomplish in this new year. You can't live off yesterday's victories. We got to let go of our ups and downs, our failures, our successes. We got to let go of our victories or defeats and I want you to notice something. Everyone say forgetting. There's a guy in the book of Genesis by the name of Joseph. He was known as a dreamer. Everything this guy touched turned to gold. He had the Midas touch. He had an ability, and God gave him a vision that helped a nation. When they went through an economy, their stock market went down, everything fell apart in their economy. God gave him a strategy that not only caused that nation to grow while everyone else was going down, his nation was going up. And he had a strategy that not only made Egypt rich during that time, but they acquired more property and so forth. Listen, I believe that you serve a God that isn't concerned about what's going on in the economy. No, no, let me rephrase that, okay? I believe that you serve a God that's not affected by what goes on in the economy, okay? Let me put it that way. And that God has the ability, listen, for those of you in the business sector, that God loves you so much, the same way he gave insight to Joseph, God wants to give insight to the business people of this time that no matter what the stock market does, God will give you strategies to overcome what's taking place in the global economy because God is not moved based off global economies. I lost half of you right there. I need you, to, I need you to, to, to tune in to what I'm telling you. This man, Joseph, had a dream, and his brothers tried to kill the dream that was inside him. That they sold him into slavery, threw him in a pit. After he got sold into slavery, he was falsely accused by his master's wife of sexual assault, and he was thrown in prison. I know that even his boss didn't believe it because had his boss believed that he was guilty of what she said he did, he would have been dead, not thrown in prison. Now, follow me. From there, God gives him a vision and a dream, or it gives him the ability to interpret the dream of Pharaoh. And when he interprets the dream for Pharaoh, all of a sudden, he goes from being in prison to being number two in charge of all of Egypt right next to Pharaoh. It's at that time, look, look with Genesis chapter 41, verse 51. Let me read this for you. It says this, Joseph named his firstborn Manasseh. Everyone say Manasseh. He said, it's because God has made me forget all my troubles in my father's household. And the second son he named Ephraim. And he said, it is because God has made me fruitful in the land of my suffering. I'm about to give you a key that's going to set you free. 
You're never going to be fruitful until you first give birth to forgetfulness. You cannot give birth to an Ephraim until you first give birth to a Manasseh. You have to first let go of things that are holding you back mentally before you're going to step into a season of fruitfulness in your life. There are so many of you holding grudges and holding things against people. Yourself, you're walking around with bitterness. There's so much that is locked up inside you. You are remembering. You're so good at remembering every offense, every hurt, every pain, every failure, everyone that came against you, everyone that said X, Y, Z. But I'm here to tell you this. Until you give birth to a Manasseh, until you learn to forget yesterday you will never walk in to a season of fruitfulness where you'll be able to walk into the blessings of God come on somebody say amen see the key the key to growth is forgetting you want to grow forget you got to forget you got to let go of yesterday. What the Niners are doing right now is amazing. But if they remembered, if they remembered they were 4 and 12, easy, easy, brother Rob, you're about to explode there, bro. Just take it easy, man. Come on, bro. I'm just using this as an example, man. Just, just chill, bro. Makes me not want to use this example. But they're interviewing the players and the coaches, and they, they, they simply said this, is that we had to let go. We had to forget we were 4-12 and 12 last year and believe who we could become. You have to forget your record last year as you're heading into this new year. You got to forget the numbers you put up last year if you're going to step into a new season. You got to forget the struggle your marriage went through if you're going to have a great marriage in 2020. You got to forget what the family went through if you want to get to a new level with your family. You got to forget what, what things you've gone through physically if you want to get healthy and the foods that you don't like to do. I can't work out. I can't diet. I can't. Yes, you can. Forget your failures, put it behind you, and step into a new season. Forgetting and forgiving are the same thing. In fact, psychology today, let me read this to you. says, forgiveness is the release of resentment or anger. Forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation. Understand that. Just because I forgive someone doesn't mean I'm going to put myself back in a position where I'm going to let you hurt me like that again. Say it again, Pastor. Forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation. One doesn't have to return to the same relationship or accept the same harmful behaviors from the offender. A forgiveness has been shown to elevate mood, enhance optimism, uh, guard against anger, stress, anxiety, or depression. Forgiveness is often the healthiest path forward. I want you just to pause for a moment. Who do you need to forgive? Because the person that you may need to forgive the most next year might be looking at you in the mirror every morning. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for the struggles that you've gone through. Forgive yourself for the pessimistic attitude that you always have. Forgive yourself for not being as dedicated or committed as you want to be. Forgive yourself for, for not being consistent. Forgive. Let go. Let me give you some, some quotes here. Paul Bose said this, forgiveness does not change the past, but it does enlarge the future. 
Ann Lomit, who we've heard this one before, not forgiving is like drinking rat poison, then waiting for the rat to die. I love, I love what uh, Lewis B. Smead said. He said, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that that prisoner was you. I love what T.D. Jake says, and this one, this one challenges me personally. One of the greatest healing bombs of the Holy Spirit is forgiveness. To forgive is to break the link between you and your past. And as long as I'm linked to my past, come on up, Chach. I don't mean to, to, to put Chach down, but Chach is my failure right now, okay? <laughs> Chach is my past. And as long as I'm linked to my past, I'm always carrying around my failure and reminder that even as I'm trying to, to, to heal my marriage, as I'm trying to restore my family, as I'm trying to break that addiction, I, I'm always carrying around my resentment, my fear, my failure, my reminder. I got to let go. I got to break the link. Forgetting is equivalent to forgiving. And I want you right, right where you are right now, just to jot down on your phone or somewhere, who do you need to forgive in 2020? I mean, I forget 20, right now, in this moment, who do you need to let go of? Because you need to set yourself free, not them. Thank you, Chach. Appreciate it. He's not my failure. He's my success, okay? second thing I want you to see is he said this. He goes, forgetting, I, I, one thing I've done is I forget the past and now I reach. Someone say reach. He goes, I reach toward the future. And understand that word reach in the Greek means to stretch out towards something. And how many of you know that stretching is vital to expansion? If you want to grow in any area of your life, you have to stretch. You have to stretch yourself. Stretching is vital, and you have to increase your capacity to obtain more. If you want more financially, if you want more physically, if you want more relationally, you got to expand your capacity. This glass, this, this plastic right here can only hold, what is that, 16.8, 16.9 ounces. I don't care if I have a gallon jug to give it. It can't contain it. And so God has so much more to give you, but some of y'all are only shot glasses. You only have enough to take an ounce of God's presence, an ounce of God's glory, an ounce of God's love, and you, you don't have enough capacity to expand. You have to expand your capacity. You have to expand your ability. You have to expand who you are if you want more of God in your life. And you keep on asking, God, I want more. God said, there's no room for me. When I learn to forgive and I learn to forget, I'm emptying out that space that's being taken up in my heart to give more room for God. I've always said this, it's the level that you give up is the level that you could be filled up. And so you have to be able to let go of some things in order to make room for God to fill you up. You have to increase your capacity. My prayer every Sunday morning, every, every Sunday morning, every morning that I, I, I kneel down next to my bed before I start my day, I always just simply pray this, Lord, increase my capacity to know you. Just increase my capacity to know you today. You know, most of the times that increasing of capacity comes through problems. 
Stretching. Whenever I get hurt, the first thing, and I go to the doctor because I hurt something, first thing the doctor asks me is this, do you stretch? What's that got to do with anything? He goes, do you stretch, Mr. Vera? I said, well, no. He goes, you got to stretch. You got, you got to, you got, stretching helps strengthen and elongate the muscles. You see, when you work out, you go to the gym and you work out, all you're doing as you work out, you are getting as much blood into that muscle. That's why when you get done working out, I walk in and I tell the girls, hey, just chill. It's just your dad. Come walking in after I, after I get done working out. It's just, just, just me. Just chill, okay? Don't, don't get scared. Then Jacqueline, while she's playing her video games, oh, in an hour you'll be back to normal. Because when you work out, I, I, every guy knows what I'm talking about. And you're working your biceps, you look in, your, in the mirror after you work out, your muscles are huge. You're like, wow, that's awesome. Then in an hour, they're gone. Because working out's about one thing. It's about getting as much blood into that muscle as possible. And the reason you're sore the next day is because the blood getting into that muscle has stretched the muscle. The more blood you get into the muscle, the bigger pump you get. It's increasing the capacity for that muscle to grow. You can't have growth without pain. You're never going to grow until you stretch yourself. Some of you, are, you, you value comfort more than you do growth. And you're never going to grow until you start getting uncomfortable. You keep asking God for comfort. God keeps asking you to grow. And you're struggling. You're struggling with that. You need to understand something that stretching is uncomfortable. Stretching can be painful. But look what Henry Ford said. There is no man living who isn't capable of doing more than he thinks he can. You can do more than you think you can. You can do more than you think you have the ability to do. Look at this. I love what Usain Bolt said. Dreams are free. Goals have cost. While you can daydream for free, goals don't come without a price. Time, effort, sacrifice, and sweat. How are you going to pay for your goals? Okay, I want to get out of debt in 2020. Well, what are you going to do? What price are you going to pay to get out of debt? You want to get healthy. What price are you going to pay to get healthy? You want to get closer to God. What price are you going to pay to do the things in order to get close to God? Let's stop daydreaming and let's start accomplishing what God called you to do. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. I want to challenge you today. Where are you going to stretch? Stretch personally, financially, relationally, socially, spiritually, professionally, educationally, your physical body, emotionally, maritally, mentally, in your vision. When's the last time some of you even had a dream of something better? You have given up that life is just going to be like this for the rest of your life, and you even gave up on dreaming. I pray right now over every single one of you that God would release 2020 to be a year of dreams for you, to dream again, to believe again. Isaiah 54, as the worship team comes and helps me this morning, Isaiah 54 verse 2 says this, one of my favorite passages 
Enlarge the place of your tent. This is God giving promises to the children of Israel. You know what? They, they dwelt in tents in those days. And God was telling them this. You know what? Enlarge your tent. In other words, I'm about to bless you, but you don't have room for what I'm about to send to you. So you got you to start planning for expansion now. you got to start planning for blessing now. God's not going to give you a blessing you can't contain. So you have to prepare for the blessing that's about to come. He says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. In other words, expand. Oh, I'm prophesying to someone right now. Expand. I'm telling you right now in your family, expand. I'm telling you right now in your mindset, expand, increase, enlarge, strengthen, lengthen, strengthen, lengthen. You begin to believe that God is beginning to push the limits off of your dreams, that God is beginning to expand your family, expand your influence, expand your mindset. Things are beginning to, to be pushed forth. I want you to understand that God is beginning to push you to new levels this morning. Ephesians 3.20 as I close. Now to him, who's him? God. To him is, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to his power that works in us. I'm just here to tell you I really think that we've been dreaming too small for God. It's the audacious prayers that challenge God. It's the kind of prayer when Joshua's chasing the Amalekites and they're about to ex escape from him that jo Joshua stops and he looks at the sun and he knows as the sun's about to go down, if the sun goes down, they're going to lose their enemies in the dark. And he looks up at the sun and he says, Son, stay still. Do you have that kind of faith to tell the sun to stop so that you could defeat your enemies? Or an Elisha that looks at an Elijah and says, I want a double portion of what you have. Your prayers are too small. Our dreams are too small. God wants to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond your wildest dreams. In other words, your penthouse thought is God's basement. Your greatest thought is where God just begins. But God has to have a starting point. God has to have you have a dream so that he could exceed it. When's the last time you dreamt? When's the last time you believed? I want you to stand to your feet this morning. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash CWC Bay Area.